Welcome to the podcast, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook, where we will discuss the latest and most relevant business strategies to help you do one thing extremely well, sell more homes. We'll discuss everything from business planning to lead generation and conversion to past client customer service and everything in between. Join us for authentic conversations and nuts and bolts takeaways you can implement into your business today. And now, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It is another episode of Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook, and we got Kelly here. Kelly, today, we're going to dive into a little bit of something that we we haven't really focused on too much in the last um, few episodes, probably a couple months that we haven't really um, delved into, but if you guys listen to all these podcasts, I do mention every single time to please go to buildyourrealestateteam.com uh, mm-hmm. to get, you know, Kelly's whole whole workbook there, um, you know, checklist for how to build a team. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Kelly, do you remember the first agent that you brought onto your team when you were, when you were in the building phase? I do. Okay. I do. I, I won't say the full name, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, his Let's name was John. Let's respect privacy. Okay. Yep. You guys better very... not believe that because John's pretty common. <laughs> I so. was like, wow, very, very common <laughs> But <name>. it's true. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, I do. I do. And, um, you know, we talk about in that, in that white paper that we, uh, send you guys, if you go to that website, build your real estate team.com and download it for free. It, we talk about the different modules, right. And the, the appropriate correct steps to build a real estate team. And that first hire who it should be the second hire who it should be. We're and I, that's right. That's right. And I, and I, I butchered the, uh, the, the second hire first hire was great. Um, and it was my wife actually. Uh, on the, on the, so I, I can't get that one so, wrong, yeah. right. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> but, she, but she doesn't, she's not a salesperson, right? She doesn't love to sell and, and do that aspect. She loves to do the operational admin side. So it actually worked out great because that is the first hire you should make. And that is an operations uh, person um, who'd like to do those things to take care of you on the back office to keep you organized, things of that nature while you're out meeting people, shaking uh, hands, kissing babies and, and writing contracts, negotiating contracts, right? So that is the first hire. The second hire should be another administrative person. And you would want to ideally in a perfect world and and because you're in charge, you should do this. You have the person who you hired first as your operations, you know, director, if you will, Mrs. or Mr. Do it everything. You have them be in charge of hiring that next administrative person. That way they're already starting the process of owning that position so that you have the ability to scale. Right, that scale from sales because sales is what obviously grows the business and brings in the revenue to be able to continue to do that. So um, that's what it should be. And ideally, that second person has a marketing mind. That's what you really, really want to an extent, right? We're not talking about full blown fancy dancy necessary stuff, but like the basic stuff that you need to get done um, to to obviously have a successful team, a successful foundation. So that's that's the uh, second hire. So the second hire for me was not that person. It was a guy named John, who uh, was was a was a good agent. Um, and the great thing about John is he had a family to feed, you know, he had two kids and was married. And, uh, and so he, there was some people depending on him and ideally you have that because that's, what's going to drive them to do the the not so fun things. Yeah. When you, when you don't feel like doing them, which happens quite a bit in real estate because all the fun stuff on HGTV is, is just that, right. They don't, Mm -hmm. they show the fun stuff. Once you have the awesome client who you love to talk to, who they love to talk to you and you go show them a cool house. Right. That's, that's just a small part of the job, mm-hmm. small part of the job. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So 
hired John. How did you, how did you, before we get fully into this, just a little preview, but how did you, um, you know, meet John or what was kind of like, what was that situation where you're just like, Hey, I'm a real estate agent. I'm starting a team. Come work with me. Was he in real estate before where was he getting started with you? Kind of how, how'd that play out? Great question. Yeah. There's this old saying in real estate that says uh, you should lead with revenue, lead with revenue. What that means is that you shouldn't go out and just, uh, put yourself into debt just for the fun of it, right? Just just in hopes that all these fancy, um, you know, computers, technology you buy, systems that you purchase in a box, and uh, and even people uh, work out. You should you should lead with revenue. So that means you should be able to go out there and conquer the world as much as you possibly can, close X amount of deals yourself, doing everything ideally when you're first starting off. That's if you want to go that route. Now, 20 years ago, approximately when I got started, that was pretty much the only route. If you wanted to try to scale quickly now, there are teams like ours and countless other ones across the country that already, if they're a good team, already have the system, the game plan ready to roll for you. You just have to take your desire and motivation and tap into it. Plug it in. Right? Mm -hmm. Plug it in. And, and so it's, in my opinion, it's so much better, easier, quicker. Yet the average person doesn't want to do that. The average realtor doesn't want to do that because you know they see the check and they don't get all of it. And like, oh my goodness, this is all, you know, but it's not about the check. It's about the average, or excuse me, the annual commission or the mm -hmm. income at the end of the year for all the deals you did. Because a good team, you should be able to close double plus More deals the amount of deals. Than, right. Mm, yeah. That's right. That's right. And and that's what you should do. You should be able to do on a, on a good team. So, um, so yeah. So I don't know where I was even going with that, Elizabeth, but that's... Uh... <laughs> uh, I was just asking how <laughs> you met that. John, like how the, oh, that came yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'll just be honest with you. I just, I just rolling on the tangent. Yeah, he's like, but, I'm okay. just ready to talk so, about this. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm, I get excited about this. So, so how you, I met John. I met John in our office. He was already an individual agent at our, our real estate brokerage at the time, which was Prudential. Um, that's now Berkshire Hathaway. I yeah, I was like, I haven't heard that name in a long time, but that makes sense. Cause yeah, right, right. So, um, they were pretty big at the time in the early 2000s down in uh, here in Phoenix. And um, so, so there's oh, here's the point. That's a great source to be able to uh, obtain team members because a brokerage always has agents who are struggling for what doesn't matter what the reason is, but a lot of people, you know, they're told by whomever, Hey, you can do it. You can do it. And you know, it's great encouragement. It's great that someone stands behind you and says that, but the reality is not everyone can do it on their own. They just can't. Some people can, not everyone's cut out for it. That's right. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong that if you need help. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. You know, wealth building is a team sport. The, look at the, the the richest people on the planet and whatever they do own, it's extremely rare if they own it, whatever it is, 100%. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I don't care if it's a, a rental house. I don't care if it's a, uh, a, a warehouse. I don't care if it's, a, if it's Amazon as the business. There's multiple, there might be a majority owner, mm -hmm. but there's multiple. So, and you have investors along the way and, and all kinds of things that you did. And so you need to be um, supported by like-minded people. It's no different on the smaller scale of trying to build a real estate team. It really isn't. So there's people in your office. Uh, and, and here's the thing. If you're not in a brick and mortar office and you're an individual agent on maybe a cloud-based um, system for a brokerage, which are becoming more and more popular nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's okay. Make sure that cloud-based brokerage provides a way to stay connected because I guarantee there's other agents in your respective city that are with that brokerage, you may just may not know who they are or where they are because maybe they're working out of their house or they rented a small little office somewhere. And the reality is, is they need probably help just as much as you do or would like help just as much as you would like help. If the brokerage provides a platform that you can stay connected with, and I mean, there's a lot like, like for example, a real broker, 
um, there are multiple, I mean, more groups than you can really shake a stick at for all kinds of different um, aspects of within real estate um, that you can, you know, motivational groups with people who are just in there posting motivational messages, people who are asking for help on specific things with buyers, specifically with sellers, uh, referrals, all kinds of stuff, right? So if you're connected, there's always going to be that agent with, I don't care who the company is, what the brokerage is that needs some help and is looking for some help. And you should be out there willing to do so if you truly have the ability to help because you're too busy. Right. Right. Great. Okay. So met John at the brokerage Prudential, which is now Berkshire, but that was your first hire. And that's kind of how you got connected. He needed some help. You, you had some goals. You, you wanted some help as well. Um, You guys linked up. Great. So I know that we kind of just jumped right into this. I didn't do too much like explanation, (laughs) uh, but I, I wanted to get that story out of Kelly because I think that, you know, hearing truly how he started his team and where he's at now um, is important. It's important to kind of know what, I know that we've got the modules and we've got, you know, here's what to do, but to actually hear the story of how it's, it really started um, is great. And the reason for that is today we're talking about recruiting, Um, not only to your team, which is kind of the, what we just talked about with Kelly, how he made his first hire for his team, but then also something that has been um, again, really um, gaining popularity in the last few years here is on more of those cloud-based coverages and things like that is having downlines and having, um, Uh you know, people that can have, like you have separate businesses essentially, but you're still collaborating in, in some way. Um, and so today we want to talk about a little bit of both of those, uh, Kelly, first let's talk about, I know that you already went into some ways, um, you know, connecting with others in your brokerage, things like that, but what are some other ways to connect with agents that you may want to add to your team or to your downline, I guess, like what, what's kind of, um, the best way to, to get in front of people that you want to collaborate in some way with? Yeah. Good question. Um, there's a, uh, uh, a very smart man. I got to give a shout out to his name is Frank Klesitz, who um, I, uh, who I know, you know, uh, well, Elizabeth, um, a smart guy, a uh, very smart guy. And um, he has a lot of ideas on this kind of thing too. And, and I've just taken some of those ideas and ran with it. Right. But some of the ideas that he had are, are great. There's a, um, like a paid approach, right? You can go on the job boards indeed um, and zip recruiter, et cetera. And those do work. They do work. Nothing does not work. It all works to an extent, right? right? Some work better than others, but you do have um, the ability for someone to be on there searching for something immediate, immediate need. They want to be a real estate agent or whatever, right? And they need help because they have no idea where to begin. They don't even know how it even works. And so here, your here's your article on the job board because previously they were with a uh, company, so they're used to job boards and things of that nature. And um, they go on there looking for a real estate agent position, and voila, there you are. There you You're hiring, and here's all the reasons why. You should be doing it. So I firmly believe we always are running an ad on some of the job boards. Indeed, uh, typically Indeed and LinkedIn. Those are the two we're typically running some sort of ad on saying that we're hiring because we are. Until we have um, the ability, no more capacity to hire another agent who's ready, willing, able to to make this a uh, an amazing career, we'll stop at that point. But right now we have we have more leads, honestly, at this point, we know what to do with. And, uh, and a lot of these are not be being followed up correctly. So we are hiring and there is a place for an agent who is motivated on our team. So that's why we always run it. And then the, we fluctuate with the budget, right? Depends on, you know, if we feel it's a good time of year, people are out there getting licensed or not, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. For example, in Phoenix, I'll give you an example in Phoenix in July, you know, it, the truth matter is it, it slows down in July. Uh, it's really hot here and school's out Too still. Hot, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and people, if they're trying to get ready for school and moving and moving, making a move for houses and, that, and living spaces, they've kind of done that in June, even though it's been hot, that's kind of, and so, um, 
So we, we, we just, we just really dumbed down the budget um, during that month. For example, other months like, you know, January, people are looking for a new start and it's super nice in Phoenix and real estate is actually just starting to actually heat up really nicely in January. We up that budget. So there is, there's a little idea that you should, you could play with and be smart about it. Right. The dynamic pricing. I think that's what like, you know, price line these, these companies call yeah, it. Yeah. That's what right? like Ticketmaster does. Yeah. yeah. Airbnb, whatever. Right. Yeah. Uber. Um, so there you go. Um, so you should be doing that. And the second thing is uh, the the organic aspect of recruiting an agent. So we have an, uh, a website called phoenixazrealestatecareers.com. And uh, we set up this website. We set it up specifically for attracting agents to our real estate team. And we do it from the standpoint of not being in your face. There's no cold calling going on, right? You just come join our brokerage, all this stuff. I think we're all kind of over that, you know, uh, at this point. Yep. That's kind of like a thing in the past. Uh, or at least it should be, in my opinion, to an extent, right? So uh, when it comes to uh, recruiting agents. So um, we put out Facebook ads, Instagram ads. We are organic posts as well. We uh, we will promote some organic posts, right? Um, and, and YouTube as well. And we'll try to target through lookalike audiences, through custom audiences, um, agents in our marketplace um, of things that we are doing or maybe classes that we are teaching, newsletters that we are writing, Courses that we are teaching, that sort of thing. And and hopefully they are attracted to that in one way or another. That could be simply them just replying via DM. That could be attending the class on you know Tuesday, June 26th or whatever, right? Um, and things of that nature. And then you have a class we, on Tuesday, June 26th. I, I may, I may or may not. <laughs> <laughs> just dropping it in there. Yeah, just saying, just saying. Um, it's gonna be a good one too. But um, so you can do all these things and then and then it's just give. Like when, when you come to the class, there's no sales you. presentation, right? There's no like, oh my goodness, when, when you come to the door, what do you want to do here? What do you, what's your plan? What, how, you know, how many, no, one's, no one's getting interrogated. And you just give about whatever the topic is. That's what they came for. You give them what they came for. If they are impressed with what you have to say, guess what they'll do? They'll reach out to you. Yep. They'll have they'll a say, hey, conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more about that. And then, then that, and ideally, it leads, ideally, it doesn't always happen clearly, but ideally that leads to maybe a one-on-one -on -one conversation, not just maybe after the uh, the class or whatever, but it leads to an appointment schedule. Hey, why don't we sit down and talk about whatever it is your questions were about, business planning, whatever it may be, and uh, we'll help you draft all that. We'll help you do it. And then what happens is if someone is really serious about it and they see all this value that you're providing, a lot of times they go, okay, I mean, you kind of gave me the game plan. I kind of know what to do now, but holy cow, it's a lot. Even with, even even if I have a million bucks and can afford all this, like need the help to execute, yeah. yeah, the time and the and and the and and just to execute this, to put it all together. Holy, can I just can I just tap into what you have? Matter of fact, yes, you can. And by the yes, way, I already did it for you. You, you can. can. Come on and, it. Yeah. And our team is one. And this, here's what I think a lot of teams miss the mark too. Our team is one that really, 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 truly at our heart, at our core, wants to promote the agent's career. We want the agent to grow their own database, meaning their own business, the CEO of their own business. And therefore, at some point, you know, the average research says it takes about an agent three years to master the art of by helping people buy and sell real estate. So they have a database that's kicking off some referrals now. People know I can trust them. And then they go, man, I have real options now. And if it, what do you have for me? Otherwise, I, I, I'm going to take off and go elsewhere. That's a great place for us to be in. A lot of teams are, are coming at because we're coming at this from abundance, right? A lot of teams are coming at, this, coming at this from scarcity. Hey, if you come join my team, you know, you're just going to fit in this box over here. And if you get too big for that box, that don't work for us. You have to leave, right? Or we have no more, um, we have no more growth or opportunity for you. You have to, sorry, that's what it is. And then they figure out and they eventually leave. Ours is just the opposite. We want to grow you up to where now we're on top. We're, they're on top. 
we're on top the, at the beginning because we're like, you know, helping them with everything. And then they all of a sudden do what they're supposed to do. And boom, three years later or whatever it may be, they're on top and they have real options. Now, how do we retain them? Where's the retention piece? Right. And that's a whole aspect and a whole another aspect of the real estate industry, the real estate business um, of running a team or a brokerage, the retention piece. And I can tell you right now that it's a challenging one to do. So for example, here's some of our retention pieces. Um, an incentivized production comp plan. You do more, you get paid more. And that's over time. There are, there's profit sharing. You become, you can become partner on our team. Like, you know, you see the, the law firm on the side of the street says Smith, Jansen, and, and Smith, or yeah, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, there could be more than three partners. It's just, those, they were the first three. So they're that's on the side. All. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, but yeah. It's all, but all the people who made partners, the other 20 they have, because the law firm is huge, they all get a share in profit shares above a certain hurdle, whatever their, their charter or agreement says. And, and so we have that same aspect. After time, you grow your, your business up, you become partner with uh, Cook and Associates and you can now can share above a certain profitability at the end of each year. So it's kind of cool. Right? There's, there's, there's another retention piece. Um, obviously, culture is a big retention piece. People want to be associated with 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 the, uh, a place that they feel is dynamic and fun and has opportunity and cares and about happy. them. Yeah, they're happy. Yeah, and then you know I'll say the biggest reason as a, as a, just another retention piece um, that we switched over to Real Broker last October is because of the revenue share and the stock options. Um, that's a huge revenue piece. Do you got, you know how many agents actually um, plan for retirement or save anything for any type of retirement? Not very many, right? I mean, it, it's, it's bad. The savings amount of realtors across America is just, is minimal. It's nil because, you know, they got to plan for taxes. And then of course taxes come because they don't, they don't, they don't stock away. And it's not away. like, it's not consistent. It's not consistent. Like, it's not, you can't plan of, you know, oh, it's every month they put this much away necessarily. Yeah. 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 And then taxes come and wipes it all out. The savings they did have. Right. And then like, Oh crap, I start over again. Right. Um, and so with, with a platform like a cloud-based platform, like real, there's some really cool stock incentives where just by doing the business you're doing already, i.e. helping people buy and sell and invest in real estate. You now, in addition to what you get paid for fees or commissions, you now are paid equity of the company. And if that stock grows, then that, that money that you have, the shares that you have, just like any other business in, in the S and P 500 or NASDAQ, goes up, you make more money. So um, that's really cool. And there's nothing, there's no additional effort for that. You're going to go help those clients buy that home regardless, right? At that point. Yeah, it, it, which is cool. And then the second piece is that revenue share. The revenue share is amazing. Now people are like, well, I'm not going to, you know, ever bring anybody over to the company. I just want to focus on helping buyers and sellers. Cool. Just do that. By the way, do you know what the number one attraction piece is out there? The number one attraction tool out there is production. It is production. And people are attracted to production. They're not attracted to the person calling them saying, Hey man, are you happy where you're at? Why don't you come over here? No one's attracted to that. But right. if you are doing production, because everybody would like to do production, that's why they're supposed to be in the business anyway. Yeah. They want to make go, some money. Yeah. Yeah. How do you do that? Tell me how, how's this system? How's that lead service you're using? How, how are you closing? What's your transaction coordination? Like, how are you uh, uh, throwing, throwing client events, all these other things. And, and if you're doing all this stuff, they want to be around that. They want to at least know what you're doing because it, it's working then they go, you know what, by the way, on, on addition to that, I can actually be paid additional ways through stock revenue share potentially, right? Like just a cherry on top of the cake. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a no brainer. Okay. I'll, I'll try that out. Right. So that that's the biggest thing you do. And, and if you have revenue share, um, it's crazy. If you're on a, 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 a train that's getting ready to leave the station, picture that old school locomotive, right? The steam is starting to puff, right? And, and, and the wheels haven't started turning yet, but it's getting close to so the, the engines revving up. 
that's kind of where real broker is right now. Another, there's another uh, cloud-based uh, brokerage called EXP, which has a good model too. It's good, it's, they're different, but it's a good model too. Good company. Uh, I have nothing bad to say about EXP. I think the biggest difference is, for me at least, was EXP is that steam locomotive already 100 miles down the track. You know, a thousand miles down the track, they, 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 they hit their peak and they're rolling down the track at hundred miles per hour and they're cruising. Right. And so the, the amount of growth that they can have from here is going to be a lot slower than the growth of a steam Potential, locomotive yeah, just of, starting mm -hmm. at Getting one mile per hour. New. Yeah. So, you know, so that all being said. Um, I think that's the big potential because people will start joining and it's crazy how it compounds, right? It compounds underneath you. The amount of agents who know agents who know agents that you don't know. It's it's pretty crazy how that happens, right? And, and the um, I think that in in some sort of way, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. I don't know if you've heard of that, but <laughs> yeah. everybody is connected to Kevin Bacon by like six people somehow. So yep. it's, it's like if you think about it, you're connected to everyone somehow by some degree. Somehow. So that it it adds up to how many people you potentially have connections with. That's it. And then, and, and there's not a whole lot of extra effort, right? It, you're going to help those people buy and sell houses regardless, whether you're with, you know, Coa Banker or Real Broker or Remax or wherever. So you might as well be paid additionally and get that cherry in addition to your cake when you do that, right? So that's kind of the analogy I have. And, and it, it's good retention for the agents on the team. And so they all love it. It's amazing because it's just additional ways. Because again, most agents don't do well at saving their money. So there you have it. Okay. Well, there you have it, you guys. I know that we, we, Kelly just covered a lot. Um, and we It's all about recruiting. It's all about getting in front of agents organically through job boards. Um, but you know a lot of people. It's just getting in front of them and providing value. And you will attract them to your team or to your downline to come collaborate with you. Because this is a, a team sport, really. It's it's what real estate yeah. is. For you to be successful, you got to help out others. They got to help yep. out you. It's a team sport. So, uh like I said at the beginning, if you have not already, please go to buildyourrealestateteam.com and download uh, all of those modules where Kelly breaks that down. And um, we will see you guys next time. Kelly, if anybody wants to reach out to you, where can they do that? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. At, at Kelly Cook Homes at Instagram. So at Kelly Cook Homes on Instagram is a great place. You can always text or call too at 480-227-2028. Check out our YouTube channel at Everything Phoenix. Yes, absolutely. All the different channels. I'm sure he's on Facebook. You can search his name. Just search his name. And you can find multiple <laughs> ways to contact him, right? That's right. <laughs> and Kelly, we'll see you next week. And we'll see you guys all next week. All right. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thanks, guys. Welcome to the podcast, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook, where we will discuss the latest and most relevant business strategies to help you do one thing extremely well, sell more homes. We'll discuss everything from business planning to lead generation and conversion to past client customer service and everything in between. Join us for authentic conversations and nuts and bolts takeaways you can implement into your business today. And now, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook.